Welcome to Les Talk with professional lesbian Charlotte Ashlyn. Join us to talk all things lesbian and queer women related. All the good stuff, basically. <laughs> Hello. It feels so weird to be recording again. Like, to be sitting in this scenario with you with a microphone. It sounds like we have a recording room or something. Oh, but. yeah. We have a massive recording studio, don't you know? Um, but welcome back to season three. We have been away for a few months. Um, with the pandemic, we just felt a bit drained. Um, yeah. And we wanted, like, to bring back actual professional content. Yeah, we felt a bit tired. We wasn't really enjoying doing it. So we took a time away and was like, right, what do we need to do? So we've come back with a brand new little um, intro. I kind of really enjoy it. Um, I put a few ideas for together for Ashlyn. Um, I played them to her last night before we recorded this. And I was like, which, which one do you want for the intro? Like, what do you think? Um, what are your thoughts around them? I mean, you did more than I did like yeah you, you put yourself out there you actually sung into a microphone yeah and we know you're not a musical like type of person so um sorry, <laughs> sorry. I'm glad you did that but yeah honey I don't think they were um of quality enough for for a professional lesbian podcast well I can only disagree um I respect your opinion but I think it's so wrong beyond belief <laughs> Um, so I'm going to insert one of the clips now. But before I do, Ashlyn, what was your initial reaction? Um, like when I said to you, I've recorded, like I've sung and altered my voice. Like what What was your well, initial reaction? When you first said it, I was like, oh, okay. But like, I thought you just did it like in your spare time as a bit of a joke. But when I actually realized you were considering using these as yeah. jingles... I was a bit thrown off to be yeah, honest. Yeah, we was we was in a Zoom call with our friend, shout out, um, Fox Woven Abbey. And we I was just like casually saying it and they're like, I'll play it us. And I was like, No, I can't, I'm actually embarrassed. And I think at that point I realised like oh this isn't a good idea anyway (laughs) instead of just keep talking about them let me just insert it in right here and have fun i'm only going to put one in but there was three (laughs) so I think they were great. I think it's great. Um, I can't believe you're actually letting people listen to that. I am upset that we didn't go for it, if I'm honest. But at the same time, I understand it's kind of like preferential choice. Maybe we should have a vote. Like, if the people prefer that to our original intro. If the people prefer that, the people can get lost. Like, (laughs) it's not going in. I honestly thought it was... It was the shit but obviously I know it's not and it's just one of those things and we just move on anyway so for the last three months me and Ashton haven't been doing a fat lot we've come down with a cold if you can hear it in our voices that's perfect the day we want to come back recording (laughs) we're all bunged up um but aside from that we haven't really been doing much no um we've just been working um we went to ireland that was really fun um oh, that seems like a long time I know. ago that's what i mean we've been gone for a while um but we've had a nice break and i think it's been good for us to not spend our weekends stressed mm-hmm. about what to record we've actually just had some quality time together because creating this content can be quite troublesome it can yeah it does put a strain on it sometimes because like 
coming up with professional content every week being a professional lesbian is really hard but something that I want to mention and something in the next following weeks that will be available to everyone is that we're doing a Patreon so basically it'll be a chance for you to support this podcast and us as creators um, and we'll be doing some professional lesbian scenes I might even start doing jingles for people who knows Um, there's a business idea Ashton your face was not good um (laughs) But that will be available most likely in the next couple of weeks um, or even when this podcast comes out. So if you're interested in what we're going to get up to on Patreon, it's basically for anyone that doesn't know what it is. It's basically you pay, I think the cheapest payment is £3 a month and you get like bonus episode, bonus like content. You can like have chats to us. We'll be going live on it once a week and stuff. Um, Ashlyn's face again is literally pure terror. Um... So that will be coming up. But anyway, let's just get straight into this week's episode, which is... It is all about virginity. Virginity. So virginity, before we go any further, I want to do a content warning. We are going to be talking about things of a sexual nature, so sexual harassment, um, vaginas, penises... I think I'm covered. It sounds like a sex education class. Yeah, basically, we're just going to be talking about sex um, and virginity. So just please be aware when listening to this episode, um, if anything like that upsets you, um, please just be wary when listening um, because we don't want to upset you in this episode. (laughs) Anyway, so virginity. Ashlyn, how old was you when you lost your virginity? Oh, yikes. Right in with the personal questions. Yeah, I'm just doing it. Okay. I was 14. Wow, okay. Which is really young. Yeah. And we all know the expectations society has when it comes to virginity. Like, I think we all expect that your first time is supposed to be, like, somewhat traumatic and it's supposed to hurt. Yeah. And, like, be uncomfortable, okay? And my first time was all of those things. But at the time, I didn't think to say anything or say oh that's not right because well to me I thought that's what it was to be how many people are like going through that and just expecting like yeah this is normal because it's meant to be like that I think that's a deep rooted problem into society just is like men are told like oh it's going to be the best experience of your life whereas Mm -hmm. women are told it's gonna hurt you've just got to get through it kind of thing and it's very much like we are trained to feel the pain Instead of saying, no, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, because um, it's it's not meant to hurt. Like, even your first time, like, if you're doing it properly, like, it, it shouldn't hurt. I'm right, like. sex expert. Come through. <laughs> um, so that leads on to me. Like, when did I lose mine? And that's the very controversial question. Um, but I'm asking myself because someone else isn't. <laughs> well, give us the simple answer. It doesn't need to be controversial. Well, to me, no, I'm not a virgin. But to the eyes of society... Am I a virgin? And that's kind of like where this episode is going to go from because you've got a non-virgin and a virgin. No, no we're so- both non-virgin. Okay. If, so, you, if you want to play into society, that's so fine. So the, re- the reason why I'm so sceptical around this and it's like I don't like the concept of virginity and it's simply because I can't relate to it as a queer woman. I can't understand it because for me, it's always been taught to lose your virginity you are going to sleep with a man, he's going to penetrate you, and that whole process is losing your virginity. Mm-hmm. 
But what happens when you're not in a relationship like that? What happens if your partner doesn't have the parts to do that? And it's very much like, so am I a virgin now? Because in the eyes of society, I haven't lost my V card the way that traditionally most people have. Um, And that's simply down to the fact that I didn't want to lose my virginity to a man. Um, I wanted it to be with a woman and that was just me. I didn't want to sleep with a man. It made me sick, as I've said before. (laughs) Take 10. (laughs) Take 10. (laughs) I think it is a fact though. Like I I do think a lot of people out there do not believe that you have lost your virginity because you've only slept with me. By by a lot of people, we are talking about the people that are very backwards. Oh yeah, um, of course. And hold like very traditional views. Um, I think people who are more liberal and under not understanding. I don't want their like pity. Yeah, it's, it's um, not something to understand. Like, <laughs> but it's very much like some people. I don't think majority. I think majority is too large of a statement depends what demographic yeah we're talking about. i think i think for me it's just society like people will question it and they won't say it to my face they'll question it behind the scenes but it's something that i've held a lot of embarrassment to and it's simply because i don't want to go out and say i've never slept with a man because i do feel ashamed of that and i, I don't know why because, because i'm not ashamed of that part I just don't want to admit the whole world. Yeah. Like, obviously, this podcast is a safe space, and I know who listens to it can this like relate in a sense. Um, but to go out into the whole world and show my face and say, I've never slept with a man. Like, I find that bizarre because I, I wish I could be in your position. Seriously. Like, I wish I could say, yeah, I've never slept with a man, like, and I lost my virginity to my girlfriend of six years. Like, I would rather be in that position. See, I that's what I mean. Like, it's very strange for me because obviously I'm very proud of being a queer woman. I'm very proud of, like, our relationship. But at the same, in the same breath, I wish I could just have that experience. So the questions, like, it happens before. Like, I've, I've heard people ask you, it's like, oh, have yeah. you always been with the women? And you're like, oh, no, I've been with men. And then people ask me and I always feel like this sense of embarrassment because maybe it's my internalized homophobia still breathing and living within <laughs> me. But it's like this sense of like, I wish I could just say yes and be like, oh yeah, I've slept with guys too. Because then, I know you, I can hear you saying that and I'm like, fuck. And like, then you know definitively that by everyone's standards that you have lost your virginity. Yeah, yeah. and then it's very much like we, we've stopped that question. But then if someone, I've said to someone before like, I've only been with Ashley and they're like, oh, sexually. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, they looked at me and I looked at them and I'm like, I, I know exactly what yeah. you're thinking. Like, but it's really, it's a really embarrassment, like embarrassing topic. Um, and I think it's a lot of shame that we bring around women. It's obviously a lot easier to say you shouldn't be embarrassed about that. But like, it's horrible to hear that you are because why should you be ashamed by society thinking that you need to sleep with a man? No, I know. Like, it, that's that's one of like, the strange things. And I wanted to bring up one of the ways that people use the test if you were virgin or not. So I'm going to like, we're going to go back to Greece, okay? We're just, we're in Greece right now. What do people in Greece do? They have um, halloumi. They only have halloumi oh, in Greece. I fucking love halloumi. Oh, I could do with some halloumi right now. And grapes. They've oh, grapes. God. Halloumi and grapes. Fuck. Anyway, sorry. We're in Greece. And we're a queer woman. No, we're just a woman. Um, also, no, we can be a 
queer woman. Yeah, I'm sure um, they existed, Charlotte. Well, they did. They have Sappho and like Lesbos and everything. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, so we're in Greece. We're living our life as a queer woman, and all of a sudden, the guards there and they're like, "We're going to do a virginity test," and we're like, "Oh fuck, okay." Um, they just do like random checks. I'm just expecting this. This is what I picture. And they say to you, open your mouth. Now, why do you think they're saying like, open your mouth? Uh, yeah, you're not a virgin. How do you know? Because you have a big throat. All right. The, well, you say it right, <laughs> like you just accept it. Like, no, that's not normal. Okay. So how can you tell from my apparently large throat? Thank you. That's what I wanted. Um, basically, in Greece, um, back in like the BC kind of times era era um, back in that era they would basically they thought that a woman's tube so like her mouth and arse and nose and ears all her holes were connected with one tube um and so they thought when you had sex all your tubes get bigger because obviously something's going in that tube yeah. um and then everything expands um and so they would ask women like they would do virginity tests on the sizes of a woman's like throat to see if they had basically been penetrated. But why wouldn't they just go straight to the original source, aka the vagina? Because by that logic, like even if there was one yeah, tube, imagine okay, if like, oh, the penis would have to be the length of your whole body to hit your throat. No, what they're saying though is no, they're not saying it hits the. Th- Oh, no, but then God. how would it expand from one end to the other? Look, I'm not, I don't know the logic of it. I just read it on some website and a historian said okay. it. So we're taking it matter as fact. Um, but it's very much like women for a long time have been under scrutiny to whether they're a virgin or not. Um, and Ashlyn said something to me before and I was like, what are you on about? But now it makes sense. Like she said, like, virgins are pure. No, no, I don't. Not I, don't I don't think they're pure. This is like by society. No, no, I'm not saying that. Ashen thinks virgins are pure. Pass <laughs> it on. Um, no, like virgins are pure in the sense of like society sees them as like innocent, and pure, untouched, aged, yeah. untouched angels. And I think for a long time, society has this obsession with women being like these untouched, like pure, innocent people. And then as soon as they have sex, they're like whores. And it's like all, like, you know, the movement about like slut shaming and sex positivity. I think for a long time that has has a large connection with virginity. And I think that's why sometimes people hate, not hate lesbians, but feel so strongly against lesbians. Um, Because it's almost been like, is untouched for them and they're not ever going to get it. Yeah. And all this hate. And it links into a lot of things when you think about it. Like, And why why is it so geared towards women, like queer women or not? Like, why is it only women having these so-called virginity tests? Yeah. What about men sleeping around? Like? Yeah, like, literally, it's always the thing, though, isn't it? When a guy sleeps around, he's like, fucking stood. And then, oh, like, yeah. women, it's like, oh, my God, what is like You slept with six people. And it's like, no. You're calling me a slag. Yeah, sorry. That was so <laughs> aimed at you. Um, and it's very much like, I think women are still scrutinized. It's getting better, but I think women are still scrutinized if they they're not if they're not a virgin, like fairs. Um, okay. but if they're sleeping with like ten people, some girls still, even girls like are the worst sometimes, like, what a fucking slut. Oh god, yeah. Um, and I think it's so wrong because I, I remember in school I probably did have that attitude, and I'm going to admit it right now. Um, I remember my friend saying she had sex for the first time, and I was like, what a whore. Like, actually, <laughs> what a whore. Like, what the fuck? Um, 
And she was like, oh no, it was great. And I was like, oh my God, you're such a slut. Like, I don't know if I could be friends with you anymore. I was, but like... I see that for you, to be honest. I just like, it was that such outdated view. And I think when it, I, I say that, it was just because I didn't understand that women could be like be as sexual and be as, free and do it for yeah. themselves but i also didn't have a sex drive then either so i yeah. just didn't really understand That's why fair. she was doing it i was like what are you doing we all develop a different race but we're talking about all this virginity nonsense okay but I, i'm still struggling to understand what the like end goal of it is like what is the purpose for virginity even exist? I honestly don't know what the point of virginity is, Ashlyn. It's a good question and one that we probably could do with some help. So without further ado, we're really excited to bring you this next part, but I'll just let, let it get straight into it. So something we're super excited about sharing now and it's coming right up is that we are speaking to you guys. We are wanting to hear your voices. We are wanting to hear your thoughts and feelings around certain topics. So this next part of the episode will be solely dedicated to you, our listeners. My name's Lauren. I'm 23. I came out at 21 and I am a cisgendered lesbian. Um, So, of course, my experiences and opinions are resultant of my personal experiences, um, but I do not present myself as a definitive lesbian voice. That, of course, would be Girl in Red. I came out at 21 and I'm 23 now. So, um, up until I was 21, I dated men, um, which was obviously rough. Um, and whilst doing that I felt ashamed and confused Um, obviously not for anything that sort of was internally caused by me but because I just knew that I I didn't really feel interested by that in the same way that my friends did Um, so that caused a lot of shame but I was never really able to pinpoint where that shame would, was was coming from um when I sort of finally decided that I, I couldn't do that anymore um and I started to properly date date women um I had to sort of navigate at at 21 um developing these experiences um to do with sexuality and romance that most people and by most people sorry not most people straight people tend to begin to navigate at what 14 15 so again I felt a a lot of confusion and a lot of shame at being this 21 um year old sexually and romantically stunted person because um and you know I'm not sort of trying to drag anyone for this but um the girls that I sort of was involved with when I very first come out were not the most understanding of this and I'm not saying that like they owed me that but I know I've listened to the podcast before and Charlotte you said that obviously Ashlyn was uh, a big sort of support um foundation for you whilst you were still sort of not well figuring out but even after that sort of this constant reminder of you know this is okay um and and now that you're you're proud to be who you are and and as you should be um but you know I didn't have that really and um 
So although I sort of felt ashamed and, um, and embarrassed that I sort of was clueless and didn't know what I was doing, um, even then, alongside that, I still had to sort of contend with internalised homophobia. And to be honest, this is something that I still really, really struggle with now, um, where I... If I sort of am like in a club and I see a girl and like she speaks to me or I speak to her or like I'm on a date and I want to go and like hold hands with a girl, I still have this feeling of, oh my God, I'm doing something wrong. And it's not so much, oh my God, I'm doing something wrong. And someone might say and they might, you know, hurl abuse at me. That's actually not where my sort of shame comes from. I always think I'm doing something wrong to her. I feel like even if I'm, if even if the other participant is a lesbian and is consensually agreeing to I don't know like kissing or whatever I still feel like oh my god I'm, I'm being predatory I'm taking advantage of this this young maiden and I, I just don't yeah so I definitely feel confused and ashamed due to how um, society views traditional norms in regards to sex and romance I think what Lauren has spoke about is something that I can really resonate with. Yeah, definitely from my perspective anyway, it sounds like something that I helped you through. Like just the whole dealing with girls in a sexual... Yeah, just dealing with girls in a sexual (laughs) manner. And I think it's something that a lot of us will go through when we go through go through when we go with women we're going to be like what the fuck is this and I think when it comes to virginity and like that aspect of it we are almost nervous well it is like it's like we grow up and we have these sex education classes in school and all we hear is a man and a woman so when you when it comes to that time of if you're gonna like have sexual relations with a a girl I thought you said a a female like I was gonna say female (laughs) with a girl like it is like a whole new experience that you have to learn for yourself yeah definitely and I think I think something that we well we me had really bad problems in with it's just like understanding that what I was doing was okay and normal because it almost was never taught to me and never openly spoken about um, yeah like you probably wondered what is sex with yeah. a girl like how how does that look for us yeah like it just it was never really spoken about and something that we're really excited about to go into now we spoke to the girls from Clitory the best and they are like a sex positivity kind of podcast and they literally are so open about sex and when we was talking to them I was a bit taken back because they were so would be (laughs) they were so open and so great in the sense of just like just talking about sex and being very like clear in their like end point of like yeah like there's there's no qualms like it is what it is yeah so that is coming up right now um I actually adore the girls and please make sure when listen to it to go check them out we are joined by our little special guests which I'm gonna let them introduce themselves so I'm Evie and I'm Kaylee yeah, and um, <laughs> we have a podcast where we discuss um, all like sex, like honest sex stuff and self-love. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we sometimes have some guests on. Uh, yeah, we just 
chats of stuff. ridiculously honest yeah honestly honestly <laughs> oh my about God, I can't speak. <laughs> and no and it's perfect because like obviously we're talking about virginity this episode and when we came across you guys we thought it was perfect to have you on as the sex gurus you are <laughs> um, we felt it was a perfect fit for oh, Lydia um for our podcast so obviously in this episode me and Ashton have talked about virginity and obviously as two queer women are concept of virginities messed up um in the mm-hmm. sense that it doesn't relate to us um obviously i know you're not both queer so like it's fine you're welcome on the podcast um, but like Thanks. how <laughs> how is like um your experiences like with virginity and sex in terms of just being like a woman and queer women like around it mm-hmm. do you want to mm-hmm. go first kaylee sure um well it is tricky being <laughs> Uh, by I didn't really consider any like uh, female sexual encounters that I'd had before as um, any sort of losing my virginity so I just sort of ignored them like oh that was fun until obviously I had sex with a man um, and it was kind of like a a rite of passage for me like a an important moment and then which yeah. is so well I mean it's not stupid because it's all relative isn't it but I didn't really even think about all the section counters I'd had before because it wasn't pen- penetrative Penet- oh my god but when you sent the questions I did google what virginity was and it does just say the state of never having had sexual intercourse so that doesn't say penis and vagina anymore which I thought was refreshing but it still isn't very clear is it yeah it's very much like as a society whole um people mm. see it as that and it's yeah. like whilst the definition may be great um in reducing it it's very much the stigma around like queer women like or like just women as a whole like having their like sexual experiences determined by yeah certain I think, factors i think it's more like what mm-hmm. society expects like if you say you're not a virgin, people automatically think that, oh, you definitely slept with a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but shout out to Google for having that definition. Yeah, That's great. I know. <laughs> I was so impressed. <laughs> Basically, at school, I f- it's always like a big pressure. It's like, oh, you're a virgin, like you were saying. Or like I found I was in a relationship where it was like, oh, well, we haven't had sex yet. He was like the year above me. And it's like, well, that's the right passage. I felt like, oh, well, I'm not a woman until I've done it, which is completely ridiculous. Yeah. And um, I think that led to me having sex way sooner than I wanted to. Um, I think it was more like a pressure thing. So I think mm. it's very damaging in that way. Um, but obviously at school, it's you haven't learned. You don't, well, you don't really learn about that kind of stuff um, in terms of like what virginity is. So I think yeah. it's not really until you grow up that you realise. I think that also... Um, I like some people see it. I was listening to a podcast and they see it as uh, just when you've done any sexual act with anybody, which I prefer. And when I was listening to one, they were saying that, oh, well, I thought that it was when, like what Kaylee was saying, I had sex with a guy. But actually, like, I've realized that as little girly sleepovers when we were younger, we would, like, <laughs> we'd be experimenting with this stuff. And we always would say, like, oh, well, we're practicing for guys. But really, <laughs> we, it's just ridiculous. Like, we enjoyed it and we had fun. And they, were, they would have been my first sexual experiences. And now mm. recognizing that it's not, just P and V is like yeah. you being intimate with somebody for the first time. It is Definitely. annoying that I counted like Skanky Simon, you know, when I was like <laughs> 16, but I didn't count like 
a scissoring dream at 30, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's very much like we've always been geared towards like, I remember those lessons in primary school where you have that video shown to you and that they were like, this is what it is. Mm. And like, there was nothing else uh, that and it was very confusing then na- navigating the space it's like what it's not what, inclusive at all yeah it's like yeah. what am I doing like what is what am I doing is that actually right like is that like if that's yeah. the only thing that is defined as sex then what have we mm-hmm. been doing for five <laughs> years yeah, that's what I mean like what have I been up to so virginal so innocent I know, I know I'm so pure we were literally talking about like in this episode like about how um, cocktails so you know how like there'll be like um, a, a virgin, virgin mojito or something yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's simply because, like, it hasn't... What was the I definition you I looked got? up the definition, because obviously we know what it means. It doesn't have alcohol in. But when I looked it up, it literally said it's because it doesn't have anything hard in it, like hard being oh. liquor-like. And I'm like... <laughs> I Why know. do you bring that into a drink? Yeah, like you're literally <laughs> just, sake. just trying to have a nice little drink. Uh, so like nothing hard in you. <laughs> I mean, it's quite it's quite clever. It, but. From a marketing <laughs> point of view, I love it. But <laughs> so like, how how have like your personal experiences been with like virginity? Like, have you ever felt like obviously you were talking about pressure about having to mm. do things like a lot sooner? But has that like has that pressure always been there? Have you felt it from like a young young age, knowing that like you have to conform almost to be seen as like society standards. Yeah, so definitely when I was younger, I thought that like it was like you'd get bullied if you weren't and it was all like, oh, virgin, like frigid <laughs> and all this. So, And I just wanted to like blend in. But um, yeah, <laughs> I think, yeah, it's just it's school really. Once you leave school and you have your own mind, you don't have people just at you all the time and you realise that it's just a load of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, a load of bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like it was a pressure thing from the start. Um, And I think I was always quite a sexual person anyway. So it's like, okay, cool. One day I get to do this really fun thing um, (laughs) with whoever. (laughs) Um, Mm. Then as soon as I did it, I was like, people obviously, because it's like a big deal, like, oh, my God, Kaylee had sex. (laughs) You just lose suddenly you've like lost everyone's respect and I was just like oh god just saying yeah. like oh I'm not a virgin anymore suddenly it was like this joke you're immediately a whore yeah or, yeah guys are really cool but girls they're like yeah, mega whores so and <laughs> yeah and I, I think it. I think that's like it kind of links into like being like us as lesbians like ah what we get up to is almost like deemed as like porn hub worthy or like very sexualized <laughs> and yes. it's like it's not can I watch yeah, yeah. oh my god, god. Yeah. or like three sums and it's mm. like it's invading yeah. this space like that women have and it's very much like like you're saying like even if you're not a queer woman it's like very much like from the start you're being sexualized by you're a whore you're a slut um for simply yeah. doing something that is very natural um yeah. it's i was just gonna say it's like you're damned if you do and damned if you don't like yeah you're frigid so you might if you as well just do, what do you it want. yeah exactly and, yeah, you're gonna be shamed if you do you do may as well it, be so. a massive hoe and just enjoy it you're gonna get oh. it if you don't on that mm. point as well, you wouldn't go up to a heterosexual couple and be like, can no. I watch? Would you exactly. want to join in? <laughs> no, we've, so yeah. we've had like so many experiences. Like a guy pretended to be gay to talk to us about like sexual experiences yeah. and then like was trying God. to get in. And it's it's very much like it's always an invasion of privacy. Like I really mm. think that 
women just have it so shit sometimes. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Some girls like, yeah, it's crazy because like, say you could be in a club and, and like if you are dancing with a guy and he's like, oh, I'm gay, you suddenly feel comfortable. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll dance with them. But then if they're not, you're like, literally go away because you know, yeah. it shouldn't be like that. No, like you feel yeah. safe. And then if someone plays on that as well, it's just, it's weird. I've, I've seen like um, a Twitter thread of like saying like if for 24 hours men didn't exist what would you do as like a woman mm. and people are like oh we'll go on late night runs like yeah. we'll do all this and it's yeah. just like it's so sad yeah it, it is really I read the thread and I was just like getting upset because it's I went on a bike ride like at 5 o'clock and it wasn't even dark but I was like sprinting well not sprinting but cycling really fast <laughs> because like I was on my own like not in an unsafe area but I was aware that it was getting darker and it was just mm. well anywhere can be unsafe exactly Exactly, but anyway, so obviously we've spoke about how like virginity has affected us. Like going forward, like in a perfect world, how would you change it or just update it? Like obviously it was mentioned in the Google definition, but in terms of like society standards, like how do we, as just like four women here, like how do we push forward now? Like in this discussion, like in our own mindset into like creating a more inclusive Mm. mindset in your opinions? (laughs) Yeah, in my opinion, I think that like because it's 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 real like an archaic thing anyway. It's mainly come from religion. Like for, mm. they used to like when like the queen would marry and have sex for the first time, they'd like check the bed to see if it was bleeding, and that meant so she'd lost weird. her virginity. Oh, when like God. the hymen, most of the time, like you don't it breaks during sport and stuff. Mm. Anyway, mm. so bleeding doesn't mean that you're you were a virgin, and it's just like I feel like back then it was. T- for, it was for men like obviously things have changed now but it was to control like so they could have a pure um innocent woman but then they could have like loads of mistresses but as long as their wife was pure and only yeah. had, and obviously we've come a lot f- further from that so i don't know why we're still using the same term because yeah. obviously that's from so long ago and yeah. we don't win well some countries right. i guess are still like that like with ti the rapper in america he would get his uh, girl tested to see it, his yeah. daughter see if the hymen was intact I'm like oh and then there's God. FGM yeah, no, like it's just yeah. so fucked it's so messed up I agree it's like completely outdated it's just a culturally created concept so it's like I like the idea of it being a more fluid thing, like people sort of choosing when they would define themselves as losing their virginity or just deciding that they don't want to use the term altogether. I think it is quite personal because I did did enjoy the moment when I was like, that's cool, like I'm not a virgin now. I do, and and as much as I probably shouldn't have, I did feel like, okay, I'm a woman now, like I'm a sexual being finally, I'm, (laughs) you know, living my best life. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, like it being fluid and personalized is better because, you know, labeling people's virgins or doing that hymen, mm. that stupid, stupid hymen test. It's just yeah. so wrong yeah. now. Yeah. And in this little short chat about virginity, have you got like any lasting, like bold statements you want to go out on? I always put people under pressure oh. right at the last moment. <laughs> I just, oh I just God. love to, <laughs> I love to, it's fine if you don't, like, please don't feel the pressure. I think I just feel like if anybody's young and they haven't, as in when I'm talking about losing your virginity, as in mm. done anything with anybody, sexually got intimate, like it's, I know you might feel this pressure, like especially if you're at school and stuff, but it really, really doesn't matter at all. Mm-hmm. And only do it when you're ready, like when you're yeah. ready. And it's got to be for you, not anybody else. Yes. Definitely. I, I'm going to say live your best whole life. 
Don't yes. be ashamed. Yeah. Yeah. Live your best life. And get tested, life. please. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. get tested. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. Where can people find you on socials to listen to your podcast? Yeah, so we are at Clitterly the Best. And um, yeah, if you follow our links, you can find our podcast episodes. And we post uh, like little doodles, like the sexual related and stuff. They're really cute. They're really very talented. (laughs) Thank you. I really loved it. I sent them on to Ash and I was like, I actually love this. I I think it was the one that there was a word made out of penises. Like, it was just. Yeah. That took me ages. Right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, Thank you for having us. So the last submission we have had for this episode, um, all about virginity, and I've really enjoyed speaking to loads of people about this because not only does it help me understand that my feelings were wrong, it's just not wrong. (laughs) They were so wrong. (laughs) No, they were like valid and everyone goes through the same in a sense. It's all so nice to just have these discussions with queer women and like have people open I don't know I just found it really a really nice experience to go through well yeah because you obviously when you were going through that I'm sure you felt somewhat alone in yeah it. so like the fact that there are other people who are experiencing near identical feelings yeah. to that like and you're it's not just, alone it's just nice because like there's nowhere that I know of that is that has openly spoke about these things and it's just great that we can have these discussions and potentially have people start these thoughts and feelings like around what it meant to them to like lose their virginity and like just sex on the whole towards two queer women sex um so the last submission we have is from a long time listener jules morris i hope i've said that right um and basically they have just shared their version of what virginity means to them so i'm going to read this out now let's hear it the term virginity is never set right well with me even before i figured out i was a lesbian i think it's very detrimental to the queer community as it implies that sex doesn't involve a penis that sex doesn't involve a penis isn't sex so basically sex without penis isn't sex yeah um that just isn't true it's such an outdated th- way of thinking and isn't inclusive at all so to conclude but virginity isn't a thing and we exist too um yeah i'm 100 percent with that <laughs> i feel like i need to that's it summarize episode done that's a perfect um, conclusion. but it's so true like it's very virginity excludes everyone to a degree in the lgbtq plus uh, lgbt for so are you okay no it's too early um basically excludes a lot of people and it doesn't make people feel inclusive in a community that is all about being inclusive so i think it just needs to be updated like yeah like obviously we can claim it and use it in our own context which is absolutely fine but i think it just comes from a wider society like understanding of virginity doesn't apply to all um so I really hope that you've enjoyed doing this, like doing it, listening to this episode. It took us weeks to produce. It's like been a really big project. Um, and I'm really glad that we've been able to bring it back to, for the first episode and share something that we're really passionate about. Um, so if you've liked this episode, please make sure to leave us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts and a lovely review and if you're listening on spotify please subscribe and please if you could share this episode let us know what you think like we really want to do more big productions like this but like i said it's taken a lot of time so if you really love this episode and you found it found it interesting and really educational or whatever you think please share it um with your friends family your nan um just share (laughs) it with whoever and it would be really great help
Yes. Oh, and before we go, sorry, we have a Patreon. Yeah, um, how did sorry, you I don't know. We have a Patreon now. So basically, we will be recording all the behind scenes footage of the episode. So there'll be record live recordings of us recording the episodes, as well as just like sneaky little things that me and Ashton are doing. I have my own YouTube channel now, so I might share some of my skate clips. Like <laughs> just like fun things that you won't see on Instagram. It'll be like an exclusive place for professional lesbians and you can be it. an amateur lesbian as well oh okay but if you no, want to no Jesus. hierarchy no hierarchy <laughs> but anyway thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you soon bye